This is Generation Justice, a multiracial project that trains youth to harness the power of community through media, narrative, and critical consciousness. Broadcasting from the rightful lands of the Tiwa people, I'm Sunandita Santanam. We welcome you to a special edition of Generation Justice. We are so happy to share with you the voices of the 2022 graduates from the 12th grade to master's and law school level. This evening, we also bring you an interview with Food Corps New Mexico, and we speak with Alicia Chavez, Associate Director of Food Corps New Mexico, Aleli Caton Garcia from La Placita Institute, and Molly Nichols Beal, Food Corps Service Member at Albuquerque Public Schools. Pride Month is coming up, so tonight we also bring you a Pride Community Calendar. Our first song of the program is Agua by Bomba Estéreo, selected by our guest, Alali Caton Garcia. Yo soy un ser de la tierra y a la tierra volveré, las raíces de mis piernas en el suelo sembraré, y con agua entre mis penas, y es que tengo mucha sed, dame agua, dame viento y así sobreviviré. Tengo flor en el cabello y en el alma un animal que por la mañana canta y por la noche va a volar. Y aunque parece salvaje, es más manso que tu afán de dejar que me dé sangre y que se seque mi mar. Every graduation is a major accomplishment, and this evening we honor the 2022 graduates. We are so proud to bring you the messages of Jamal Sanchez, high school graduate of Visu Cleveland High School. Pilar Monfaletto, graduating from St. Edwards University with a bachelor's degree in social work, and Sayer Keytown, who graduated from the University of New Mexico with a bachelor's in digital media and business. They share their thoughts, inspiration, gratitude, and their selected songs with you. Hello, my name is Jamel Sanchez. I am 17 years old. I just finished high school at Visu Cleveland High School. So, so far, I've been to two high schools. One was in my freshman year. I used to go to Santa Fe Indian School and then transferred to uh, the high school I am graduating from, Visu Cleveland High School. I will be a freshman at Southwestern College in Kansas, in Winfield, Kansas. I will be majoring in sports management. The hopes and dreams that I have going into college and for having this high school degree is to help inspire all youth to go for that degree that they've always wanted. To go for your dreams, go for what you want to be in life and what you feel happy to be in life. Like for me, I want to be a cross country basketball track and field coach. So I thought that the sports management degree would help me get to that position, knowing the ins and outs of sports. I just want to thank my family, most importantly, especially my mom being there for me my whole life, going into adulthood, preparing me for what to expect and what tools I'm going to need to succeed in this life and my grandparents for teaching me right from wrong and teaching me about our culture and our ways and my aunts and my uncles 
for inspiring me to chase after my dreams, for giving me that extra support and the support from everyone else, encouraging me to do what I wanted to do. And also my friends in high school that I've met, I've mainly met my friends in the sport that I do, which is cross country. I recently sent them a speech that I did uh, to telling them to always chase after their dreams, to finish high school, to continue running because they're really good runners. I've seen them run so well in many meets. They just make me proud every single day. And I told them if they always needed me to reach out, I just want to thank them for always being by my side the whole school year. And last but not least, I want to thank the GJ family for giving me that support during the summer program and even during the school year too, reaching out to me, asking if I'm okay, asking if I needed anything from them, giving me any opportunity. They just really helped me with everything, whether it be emotional support, as I said, making sure I was okay, just always being there for me with athletics. Oh, I will always give them my schedule to see if they will make it or not. And even if they couldn't, they always showed their support after I would fill them in on how I did at a meet. For example, I won a race and I texted them in the group chat and they I just got notification after notification showing how happy they were that I won my first cross country race. So the song that I would like to share with you guys is called Be Thankful by Young Spirit. I chose this song to show my thanks to you guys, to everyone, to all the people I thanked, and to all of you for giving me the support to finish high school and to go on to this next transition. So I just wanted to thank you guys with this song. Hi everyone, my name is Pilar Monfaletto. I just graduated from St. Edwards University in Austin, Texas with a BA in social work and I'll be doing Fulbright this year and then headed off to grad school in New York City to get my master's in social work. So my educational process was a bit of a difficult one. Um, my junior year of high school, I got injured with a TBI and um, I had to be out of school for a while. I had to relearn how to walk, relearn how to write, all this different stuff. Um, 
And it was really difficult, but I was able to do it. Um, my senior year, I had another bit of obstacles where um, I didn't graduate high school because of my own mental health. I needed to prioritize my mental health. So I didn't graduate high school, which I thought was like the worst thing in the world. Like it was my biggest pitfall. I really thought that it was just like embarrassing and stuff. And I kind of had to bring that with me. And I really decided after that, that I wanted to go to college First, it was I wanted to go to college because I wanted to show all the people who thought that I couldn't do anything. I wanted to like prove them wrong. And then it turned into I wanted to actually get an education. So I think it was a bit of a interesting motivation to wanting to go to college, but I did it. I took four years to graduate and I took summer classes every year. So it was a lot of hard work, but I finally did it and I graduated in May and it was pretty awesome. I got to um, finally walk the stage. I got to finally get my diploma and it was great. My hopes and dreams for myself now that I have this degree, I really um, think I underestimated myself a lot when I was younger. I uh, applied for Fulbright without even really thinking I would get it because it's kind of a hard program to get into. I ended up getting in and it was really, really um, just a big shock to me. And I think that I don't have like specific, like, this is what I want my career to be, but I do have goals of like, I don't ever want to underestimate myself again. And I think that being able to believe in yourself is one of the biggest assets that a person can have. And so I think that my dreams for this degree is to help myself realize that and to help other people realize that, you know, I love working with young people and I really want to um, make sure that, you know, no one goes through the experience of not believing in themselves. And so that's kind of like what my hopes are for other New Mexico youth. I mean, I know that my own um, story is not necessarily very different. I know that a lot of young people face a lot of mental health um, crises I guess my hopes for other New Mexico youth is to first know that you're not alone and know that it is possible to persevere past hard things, but also know that sometimes taking a break, sometimes, you know, not succeeding on these huge goals that you had for yourself isn't the end of the world and that there's always something bigger and better next. Um, thanking people. Uh, I, I think it's going to sound generic, but my family has really helped me throughout all of these hard times. And it's been really great to have them as a support system. I think my friends have really helped me, my professors, mentors, just, I mean, I think that even the people who have doubted me have helped me in some way because they helped me realize who I am through a really hard lesson, but through a lesson. Um, and so, yeah, it's just been really good to, you know, get that support and really live up to my own expectations. So that's good. So the song that I would like to share is 
Silk Chiffon by Phoebe Bridgers and Muna. I don't really have a good reason for this other than it's like a fun song to me. Like I really like this song and it reminds me of summer. And so I don't know. I just really like it. Sundown and I feel lifted. Downtown cherry lipstick. Watch your silk dress dancing in the wind. Watch it brush against your skin. Makes me wanna try your own. Like life's so fun, life's so fun. Hi, my name is uh, Richard Sayer Keytown. I go by Sayer, it's my middle name. Um, I have he, him pronouns. I uh, just graduated from UNM with a BA in digital media and business. And I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I was raised in the North Valley and I'm really happy to be here with Generation Justice. Reflecting on my educational process, Something I really think about a lot is that when I started college, I was really just a kid. I was just moving out of my parents' house and sort of thrown into the fire as far as like what real life is and having to learn how to take care of yourself by yourself and um, becoming financially independent. Uh, keep Having to keep that balance was definitely the most challenging of my educational process. Having to sort of jump through rings of fire as far as like learning how to fail and then get back up you know falling off your horse and just getting right back on uh there was a lot of trial and error and not picking the right major switching majors and after a while it sort of became a blur this was my last semester but i didn't really feel like it was my last semester until like around the week 15 week 16 when it was really happening that i had the proper gpa and everything necessary in order to graduate and um uh, now that I have the degree, I'm 24 years old now. I still feel as though I have a lot of like gas in the tank as a young person, quote unquote. I have a passion for music and I have connections music wise. So I kind of want to take a swing at that while I'm still young and have a lot of energy. You know, um, it's good to have this degree in the back pocket, but that's kind of where it's at right now is the back pocket. Of course, I'm going to be looking at jobs, careers, uh, maybe something I can do. My one serious concern is that my current job that I have right now as a bartender, though it doesn't really have any kind of perks like healthcare or like dental or anything like that, there's no real like perks. I think it probably pays a lot better than the entry level position in my field. So I guess the big thing for me right now is to not get too comfortable, if that makes sense, because being too comfortable in the environment I'm in, it means I could just be trapped and then I end up having a degree for nothing. I put all that money and, and, and time and dedication into a degree for no real reason. So I want to make sure that I'm still applying for entry-level positions. A lot of stuff that I'm looking at right now is out of the state. Um, but long-term, I, I would like to move and live in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, that's where a lot of my musician buddies live. And um, it's a really cool hub culturally. Um, Hopes for other New Mexican youth. Uh, if they're on the same path as me, I would just hope that they just take care of themselves. Uh, clean your room, clean your apartment, really take care of your environment. Keeping your space clean helps keep your mind clean. And then you can apply that to staying busy with your the stuff that you really have to do on a day-to-day -day basis. That also includes your mental health. And my hopes would be that 
that they just find happiness and that they're patient with themselves and don't kick yourself for making mistakes because that's really just what life right now for you is all about. I'd really like to thank my mom and dad, obviously. I'd like to thank my sister. She was a senior when I was a freshman in college and her and I actually shared a couple of classes together. Um, we had a, I took like an intro to architecture and she was in that class with me and having that class in my very first semester made it more comfortable for me to be able to like study and like learn the world of college. So I kind of had a cheat code in that way. So thank you, Maya, my sister, and um, my mom and my dad, big time providing emotional support, financial support here and there, um, making me who I am. I'd like to thank my aunt. Her name is Anne. She's on my dad's side and she's helped tremendously with, again, emotional support, financial support from time to time. And um, I'd like to thank my cat, just being a total rock for me. Uh, shout out to Pumpkin. Uh, I'd like to thank the professors at UNM and uh, just the whole CJ department. I'd like to thank all the folks at KUNM, really. That's kind of where I decided that was like the moment I decided I really wanted to take this. On the third floor at KUNM, second floor, Generation Justice, really appreciate all you guys there. Yeah, I'm probably missing a few people, you know, friends and family, musicians alike. Thanks, thanks everybody. And uh, a song I'd like to share to conclude would be uh, by uh, my friend Kieran. He goes by Kid Plastic. It was a song made in the middle of 2020 where everyone was on big lockdown and um, the song is called What I've Been Doing. You know, it's kind of a feel-good song in a in an odd way. Like, it's like, we're in this weird position in life, but here's what I'm doing to keep myself sane. Mm -hmm. What I've been doing Really not much Staying inside Like I'm supposed to I might say screw it Hit the backyard Probably around one or two Take some time now Just to stand round Then I'm back to the living room You are listening to Generation Justice Broadcasting on 89.9 KUNM FM Tonight we honor the 2022 graduates Who share inspiring messages of encouragement And some wonderful music they've chosen to celebrate with now we'll hear from graduates of higher education, Alicia Joaquin, who received her master's degree in school counseling from Highlands University, and Harika Reddy, who just got her Juris Doctorate from William and Mary Law School. Hello, my name is Alicia Holguin. I'm 26 years old. I am originally from Las Cruces, New Mexico, but I've been living in the Rio Rancho Albuquerque area for the last six to seven years. I was introduced to Generation Justice when I was going to UNM for my bachelor's in journalism and was awarded the journalism fellowship with Generation Justice. I have recently graduated with my master's degree in school counseling from Highlands University. As I reflect on my educational process, the two main things I can really identify with our growth and the journey of self-acceptance and healing. School has never been easy for me. In high school, I was in special education classes and had no idea what that meant when it came to school, but I understood that it meant I didn't belong in academia. So that imposter syndrome that 
that trauma of not feeling like I could belong in academia definitely was there in college, <laughs> but I got accepted either way. And I was able to exist in that space, um, not really fully accepting the hurt I carried from, from K through 12 and understanding that, okay, uh, um, don't let anybody know you're not supposed to be here, Alicia, is what I would tell myself. Don't let them find out um, you don't belong here, have the confidence to exist in these spaces, uh, but still not accepting myself belonging there. And that's actually a little bit of healing that I experienced through Generation Justice was understanding that you can ask for help. You can be vulnerable and still be capable. And, and I just thought how liberating how liberating to say that, you know, I do struggle and actually college is very hard for me. And <laughs> sometimes I don't always feel like I belong here. Uh, so I thank DJ for that every day, but I'm so thankful for that self-acceptance that I learned in, in college, in my undergrad, because if I did not, I wouldn't have had the confidence to go for a master's degree. My senior year of college, I was so done with it. I was just so done with it all. I just knew I knew it had to be done. And I allowed myself to fail a class. And I remember thinking, it's fine. My GPA can take it. I don't need the credit to graduate. And it's not like I'm going to graduate school. So it's, it doesn't matter. Like I'm never gonna be capable to go to graduate school anyways. My GPA is not gonna matter in the long run. Well, I changed my mind <laughs> and um, realized that I, I can apply for a master's program and I belong there because of what I experienced. Um, I did substitute teaching for a little bit and I, I just saw it firsthand that students like myself needed an advocate and working with young people at Generation Justice, I knew what advocacy looked like and how it could happen and where the change happens. So whether I felt like I could go to a master's program, I knew I needed to, to, to fulfill the goals I had for myself at that point. So thankfully I was able to write a compelling letter of intent uh, despite my GPA. I was able to get into a master's program and I finally felt the acceptance with academia for myself. Um, my hopes and dreams for myself now that I have this degree, there are lots of hopes that I normally have for myself, but for the kind of counselor I can be for young people, my hopes are to be an advocate for young people to see their full potential. But my dreams and my ambitions and goals that I hope to obtain during this profession is to change spaces for young people when it comes to the public school system to where they don't have to question whether they belong there or not, to where we as adults don't have to question whether we're giving that student all that they need to reach their full potential. Um, that might mean I might have to go back to school and get another certificate or another degree to help make those changes. I absolutely have to be humble and thank all my support systems. And there are many. There are starting with my parents, my mothers, for giving me the delusional confidence that I have sometimes. Um, I could not ask for such a strong support system when it comes to my dad advocating for me, for my mom being present with me, um, thanking Miss Roberta Rael for giving me the love and a little bit of a nudge in places where I did need it to show me that, you know what, accountability belongs there. And of course, my husband, I have to thank my, my number one support system for getting me to this place right now, I would not be here and I'm very humble to admit and, and accept all the help I've had to get to this point. And the song I would love to share is Jordan Sparks, One Step at a Time. There's a piece in that song 
that just says we have to learn to take one step at a time and you'll understand why is the message of that song it's take it easy be present don't be so hard on yourself it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen and I truly needed to hear that a hundred times when I was getting this master's degree Harika Reddy. I'm 27 years old and I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm graduating from William & Mary Law School with my um, Juris Doctorate and I will be moving to DC to practice insurance law as well as do pro bono work for um, immigration as well as um, doing some pro bono work to assist survivors of sexual violence. I use she, her, hers pronouns. So in reflecting on um, my educational journey, it definitely starts with Generation Justice. It was such an impactful experience for me um, just because I learned so much. And I know people always say that, but you really don't know how uneducated you are about your community, about other people's experiences, about the world around you. Um, or about social issues, really anything, until you start to get involved in your community in a more deeper and meaningful way. And um, one of my uh, priorities when I became a law student here was to really understand what are the issues this community is struggling with, what are the legal resources that they need, and how can I become a part of the system that is, you know, making those resources accessible or redistributing resources in an equitable way. Um, when I was growing up, I never, you know, dreamed that I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, that wasn't something I had envisioned for myself, but I think a series of things happened and I somehow ended up on this pathway. And I do see myself as someone who is going to have multiple careers in their lifetime. But despite what I'm doing, um, you know, the principles and values that I learned from Generation Justice are the things that I will carry with me no matter where I go. And I think that is kind of what I have to say for um, other people from New Mexico who are considering becoming lawyers or, you know, becoming, um, you know, some sort of professional in their field is just to really understand what your principles and values are, because those are the things that will ground you um, no matter what you do. We need um, incredibly kind and good people in all walks of life, in all professions. You know, being a lawyer doesn't mean you're inherently on the side of justice. Um, it's really what you did, you do with your privileges and power that show um, what your values are and the impact you're trying to make in the world. And so even for me, even though I will be doing um, insurance work, which isn't, you know, inherently justice related um, or anything like that, I'm still figuring out ways that I can use all this knowledge that I've learned, all the skills that I've learned to be an active member of my community. And I did a lot of pro bono work in law school and I really 
showed me that I can do that and make that a big part of my profession and of my career moving forward. I definitely want to thank Generation Justice, of course. I talked about, I don't know if I already said this, but I talked about Generation Justice in my law school application and the impact that it had on me and why it made me want to apply to law school. So I definitely want to thank Generation Justice and I want to thank my family. Um, my parents immigrated here from India and things you know, weren't always easy or smooth and we had to you know learn and grow together and had to figure out how to adapt um, to this country and systems of education and expectations and really everything else and um, getting through law school is a team effort um, I could not have done it alone so my family was a huge part of that um, because it's so incredibly important to have a strong support system that grounds you through kind of the grueling work that you have to do to get through such an intense academic program. I also just want to thank my friends that I've made along the way. Um, I know I keep on reiterating this, but law school is just so incredibly difficult and tiring. And I am just so grateful for the people that I've met in law school, they have made an impact on me in a way that I can't even articulate. Um, but I just am so grateful for their presence in my life. So one last thing I wanna share with you is the song that I have um, been listening to for the last couple of days. It just came out. It's called King by Florence and the Machine and it's the first song on their new album. I've been really enjoying this song because the way that I'm interpreting it is that the song is about women empowerment and being in that state of empowerment and um, just finding your strength and power. Um, so I hope you enjoy this song. I need my golden crown of sorrow, my bloody sword to swing my Congratulations to all our GJ graduates. Jamal Sanchez, Pilar Montaletto, Sayer Keaton, Alicia Holguin, and Harika Reddy. Generation Justice would also like to take this moment to honor the many graduates of our GJ family, including Saviana Moya, middle school graduate from the Albuquerque Academy, and Matas Jaber, graduate from La Cueva High School. Congratulations, we are so proud of you. Have you heard of Food Corps New Mexico? They serve to connect kids to healthy food in school. This evening, we bring you an interview with Alicia Chavez, who is the Associate Director of Food Corps New Mexico, Aleli Caton Garcia from La Placita Institute, and Molly Nichols Beal, Food Corps Service Member at Albuquerque Public Schools. Here is GJ member Madunita Santanam speaking with Alicia Chavez, Aleli Caton Garcia, and Molly Nichols Beal. This is Madhumita Santanam with Generation Justice, and I'm speaking with Alicia Chavez, Community Organizer and Associate Director of Food Corps New Mexico. Food Corps serves to connect kids to healthy food in school. We are also joined by Aleli Caton Garcia, a New Mexican from the South Valley of Albuquerque, 
who serves at La Placita Institute, and Molly Nicholsville, a food course service member at Albuquerque Public Schools. Welcome to Generation Justice, Alicia, Aleli, and Molly. Please tell us more about yourselves. And we'll start with Alicia. My name is Alicia Chavez. I'm born and raised here in New Mexico in this region. My family has been here for as long as our memory holds. We don't really know when we entered this area. My heart is in community work and doing whatever I can to, to make the experience of living in this area the best that it can be. Um, and New Mexico is such a beautiful place with such incredible people. And there's a lot of need and a lot of changes that we need to make. So I'm dedicating my life to that. And uh, the reason I'm with Food Corps is because I'm very passionate about reconnecting young people to the land, getting our hands dirty in the soil, knowing where our food comes from, because there's so much healing, learning, experience that we get from that, that we can carry on for the rest of our lives and that can continue to give back to us and others that we engage in that. Thank you for sharing that. Aleli, do you wanna go next? Sure. Um, my name is Aleli Caton Garcia. I am also born and raised New Mexican. I grew up in the South Valley, which I don't know if you spent any time down there, but it's as rural as it is urban. There's lots of farmland. Um, and growing up down there with my mother and my sister and my grandmother gave me a deep appreciation for the farmland around there. Um, and when I'm not with Food Corps, I'm just hanging with my pups. That's great. That's great. And Molly? Hello, my name is Molly Nichols Bell. I am not a native New Mexican. I moved here this year from DC, but I moved around a lot growing up. So there's not one specific spot that I am from. Um, I fell in love with thinking of food and the environment and all the different things it connects to because it is so interconnected so deep with like in our daily lives. And when I'm not with Food Corps, I am probably in nature or on a road trip trying to find something cool. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Alicia, could you tell us about the history and the mission of Food Corps and why it's important? Yeah, Food Corps has been in New Mexico for about nine years. Um, some folks at what used to be called Service Corps, what's now called Community Engagement Center, filled out the first uh, grant proposal or proposal to get Food Corps in New Mexico. Um, Food Corps is a national nonprofit uh, we are an AmeriCorps program. And along with AmeriCorps, we put service members like Aleli and Mali into schools across the nation to do food education, garden education, and just celebrating food and nutrition um, as much as we can and centering that in our work. That's awesome. Alicia, could you tell us about Food Corps opportunities and where listeners can find information about these opportunities? Yes, currently we are hiring, we're recruiting for service members. Um, the sites that we're really hoping to get more applicants for are at Santa Fe Indian School and in the Albuquerque area, but we're also looking for 
um, applicants in Southern New Mexico around Anthony and Las Cruces, New Mexico. To find more information, you go to foodcore.org, F-O-O-D-C-O-R-P-S.org. And for the application, you go to foodcore.org slash apply. Thank you for sharing that. And Aleli and Molly, would you tell us about your experience with Foodcore? And we'll start with Molly. Uh, my experience at Food Court is at a district level. I work at two different schools and then also help out at the district in thinking about school garden initiatives that could be started. I work at two elementary schools, one in North Valley, one in South Valley. And a big part of the role is trying to rebuild school gardens that were shut down during the pandemic. And a lot of the momentum that was built up was stopped and rebuilding that excitement around the garden, rebuilding the excitement around food. And again, just emphasizing to kids like the importance of respecting nature and the people and all of the processes that get us the food that we eat. Yeah, absolutely. Respecting nature is so important. Um, Aleli, would you like to share your experience with Food Corps? I would love to. Food Corps for me has been really impactful on a personal level and on a not so personal level. I um, have three sites. So I'm at La Placita and I work on the farm there and I work in the offices there. Um, my second site is NACA, which is the Native American Community Academy. And there I do a lot of cooking with students. That's kind of what we're on right now because there's a whole land-based learning team that kind of handles the garden stuff. So we do a lot of cooking. We've made like upgraded ramens and um, healthy like cookies with oats and stuff and just whatever ingredients I can nab from the garden at La Placita and take over there. And then my third site is the YSC, which is the Youth Services Center, which is the Juvenile Detention Center. And at that site, I spend a lot of time cooking and preparing meals for the youth in the center. Um, and then we eat together and I try to just have it be kind of like we all sit down and eat this meal for a long time. I know that visitors weren't allowed in because of the pandemic. And so my role was virtual for a while. And this year I've been able to go in person and revamp their hoop house with the team from La Placita and help grow a garden. I have tomatoes and strawberries and lavender and sage and corn and just a bunch of things sprouting in there. And I just can't wait to see what that garden can produce for the residents that live there. That's so awesome. I'm so happy that you're growing a garden. It's awesome. Um, how can the community get involved with Food Corps and where can they find more information about Food Corps? I think for now, just learn more about Food Corps. Go to the website. We have blogs. We have news articles. There's videos about what service is about. And um, we do look for volunteers, especially the parents at our schools, but also folks that want to get involved. Um, gardening. There's so many garden and farming volunteer opportunities across the city of Albuquerque, I know for sure, and I'm sure across the state. Um, so if you if you know a local farmer, reach out. I'm sure they could use the support, use the help at their farm to grow food. A lot of folks are doing it alone or with one or two other people, and it's a full-time job for 
probably many people to do any one farm. That's a great way to get involved. Alternatively, um, learning about food policy in the state. New Mexico is one of the hungriest states in the nation. Um, many children in our state go to bed hungry and wake up hungry and go to school hungry. A lot of times the school is the only place that students get fed. So learning about the policies here, getting involved in changing those policies um, and working towards equity within our food systems is a huge way to um, leave a mark, I guess. And um, it's not really about an individual, but really about changing the systems so that everyone can thrive and have what they need. Absolutely, thank you so much for sharing that. Is there anything else that you would all like to add before we end the interview? I would like to add that you, you meaning anyone, any administrator or teacher at a school or at a community-based organization, you can use Food Core resources. We have uh, lesson plans and other resources on our website. You do not need a service member to start food justice, food education at your school. There's so many ways to start and we're just a support system. It really comes down to communities doing the work, having the vision and, and um, making it happen for themselves. But we do have resources and please reach out if having a service member at your school, community-based organization or district is something of interest to you. And Aleli, do you have anything you'd like to add? If anyone needs any of the services that La Placita provides, you can find that at laplacita.org. That's all I got. Thank you. And Molly? In general, there's so much knowledge already around the community, around food and gardening, and like even just sharing recipes or like what you like to grow. If you do know there's a food force service member or anyone interested in food justice, like sharing the knowledge around the community, I think is an easy way to get involved. Well, thank you, Alicia, Aleli, and Molly for speaking with me today. I got to learn about Food Core a lot. I didn't know anything about it before. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your experience. For Generation Justice, I'm Madhumita Santanam. Thank you so much, Alicia, Aleli, and Molly for sharing with us the incredible work that you do. Food, its cultivation, its harvest, and its preparation can connect you with others. And the work that you all are doing showcases the love of food being universal and also being a shared experience. Now we'll hear the song Alter by Kelani, selected by our guest, Molly Nichols Beale. I should have known better if I said a flame and I call your name. I fix you. Before we end tonight's program, we've got some exciting community events happening during Pride Month. First, we have Celebration of Pride, an art gallery showcase open to all artists featuring the work of Marley's Deals and their colorful pottery pieces. The gallery celebrates the strides of Pride movements while highlighting artists across New Mexico. 
The gallery showcase is happening Friday, June 3rd from 5 to 8 p.m. at 516 Arts on 8210 Manal Boulevard Northeast. You can learn more information about this event by visiting thegalleryabq.com events. Again, that's thegalleryabq.com events or by calling 505-282-9333. Again, that's 505-282-9333. Next is Los Ranchos Pride event. The celebration and recognition of pride and the organizations associated with it, all together with food and games. This event will take place on June 5th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at 6718 Rio Grande Boulevard Northwest. For more information about this event, visit sinatradivine.org. Again, that's sinatradivine.org. We are still in the midst of a deadly and disabling global pandemic. So as you venture out to community events, we at GJ wanna remind you to think about all of the most vulnerable in our community who are immunocompromised or too young to get vaccinated. If you need to get up to date with your vaccinations, you can register by visiting vaccinenm.org. Again, that's vaccinenm.org. Don't forget about your COVID-19 vaccines, get boosted, mask up, and follow safety protocols to help stop this deadly and disabling global pandemic. That's all for our community announcements. enjoyed this hour of love, celebration, and community. We'd like to thank our guests, Alicia Chavez, Aleli Kate Garcia, and Molly Nichols Bale, and our 2022 graduates, Jamal Sanchez, Pilar Monfaletto, Sarah Keytown, Alicia Holguin, and Harika Reddy. We want to give a big shout out to all of our youth producers. We could not do what we do without you. Our website is generationjustice.org, where you can check out all of our multimedia work and listen to our podcasts, which are also available on SoundCloud, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, with additional funding from the Annie E. Casey Foundation, Con Alma Health Foundation, NMDOH Better Together, and of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking donate. Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. I'm Sunandita Santanam, and coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Thank you and good night. <laughs>